Amen. You may be seated today. I'm going to just appreciate what God is doing. Amen. I'm going to lift your hand to heaven and say, God is able. Amen. He's well able to do everything He's promised. Amen. Towards us today. Uh, it's good to see everybody here. Just want to say welcome, especially those that are joining us online. I know there's a lot of people will be either traveling this weekend or um, just uh, catching uh, the service later. So wanted to say a great big God bless you and uh, uh, joining us is, is always our pleasure. So uh, we just wanted to say that we had uh, actually there's two weddings yesterday. And so it was really a good day, beautiful day for weddings. And we want to say congratulations to Alan and Serena and uh, uh, LeMay. And, of course, they're not here today. Anyways, and then, of course, Cameron and Sonia. And we just wanted to say a big God bless you. Those guys, can we just put our hands together? Amen for that. Amen. Well, today is uh, Memorial Day. Um, recognition today for Memorial Day in church. And tomorrow is Memorial Day, of course. And, and uh, we switched our picnics uh, years ago. We'd have them on Memorial Day. And how many remember those picnics? We do the, you know, the whole thing. And, and uh, we decided to do them on Sundays to give everybody a chance to hang out with family and uh, just take a breather tomorrow. And so we hope that you join us after church today. Uh, I know that um, a lot of people, may, many think that there was uh, this exodus of people leaving the church this morning. It was just people going over there to help. And so we do have a lot of people that are helping already and getting things ready. But um, being Memorial Day, we obviously uh, you know, want to just remember and honor uh, those who have given their lives for our freedom, those who have paid the price with their life for all of our um, freedoms, and those uh, you know in the military and also in civil leaders, and those who have given their lives to protect us. Uh, we're so thankful for them today. We just remember everyone, and some of you are out there today, and you've had loved ones and friends and family that have actually passed because they've given their lives in one form or another, and and uh, serving us and serving the country, serving their communities, and uh, we just really pray that God would comfort your heart today and uh, really draw courage from their courage. And so we do appreciate our freedoms and we do appreciate um, all that other people have gone before us and given us today. How many can say amen to that? You just, yeah. Before we get into the word today, I wonder if we could just um, also just today remember um, the, the children that have lost their lives and the teachers that lost their lives in Texas. Can we take a moment and just think about them today. Amen. Father, we just thank you for this time of being together. But Lord, we don't take for granted life. We don't take for granted our freedom today, Lord. We thank you that, Lord, there have been men and women that for throughout the years of where we live in our communities and our nation and even our world that have just willingly laid down their lives for us, Lord. We think of, Lord, how Jesus laid down his life for us, for our freedom and our eternal life, Lord. And we're so thankful today as Christians, especially, that we, we have so many um, things to be thankful for today. We bless your name because of these things, Lord, because of the freedoms that we have and the things that we do and, and in this nation, but also in this community, we thank you. But today, Lord, our hearts especially go out to those families that have lost children and have lost loved ones through this tragedy, Lord, in Texas. We pray that you would comfort every heart. Comfort, Lord, with only the comfort that can come from the Holy Spirit. I pray for the peace of God to rule, Lord, when there's so many questions and there's so many things that are, are still uh, unanswered and so many uh, uh, 
uh, emotions right now at this time, Lord. I pray that the peace of the Lord would come to our hearts and those uh, in, in the families and those in that area, Lord, and even as a nation, Lord. We pray that, Lord, it would not bring us uh, farther apart but closer together in Jesus' name. We pray that you would continue to work uh, among, Lord, our, our families, among our communities, Lord, that we can be able to stand together as one and support one another and to be able to uh, uh, come together in generosity and in, in humility, Lord. And we just pray that, Lord, you're going to turn everything that's been turned for evil or for the bad into good, Lord. I pray that we be turned into your glory and turned into peace and turned into, Lord, uh, comfort in Jesus' name. We give you all the praise and all the glory. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Today I just wanted to share, and uh, since there's not a lot of people here and we have a holiday, I'm going to uh, maybe go a little longer. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. And, uh, and, uh, but, we, you know, maybe, maybe I keep preaching and we'll smell the hamburgers and hot dogs cooking. And, uh, but I won't do that to you today. You know, one of the most significant uh, elements, really, or things that defines God and defines the church is generosity. One of the main things that we can think about the Lord is His generous spirit, His generosity to us. And one of the things that we can see in the early church is certainly the generosity that was in the church. How many, how many have ever seen that as you read the Bible? You said, wow, uh, I just see that. I see that in the Bible. I see that in the church. And how many just can raise your hand to heaven and said, I know that about the Lord. He's just been generous, amen, to me. And so I want to talk to you for the next couple of weeks about generosity and today I want to talk to you about the Spirit of God. In Titus chapter 3, verse four, first, verses 4 and 6, uh, if you have your Bibles, you can turn there, your device, click to Titus chapter 3, verse 4 and 6. I really love this um, particular verse. Uh, there's, you know, as you study, you go through a ton of verses, you narrow it down to a few that would communicate the point the best. And uh, this one actually would fit anywhere, anytime and just about any sermon, but I love it. In Titus chapter 3, verse 4 and 6, it says, But when the kindness and love of our God, our Savior, appeared, He saved us, not because of righteous things we had done, but because of His mercy. How many can say amen to that? He saved us through the washing of rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit, whom He poured out on us generously through Jesus Christ, our Savior. How many believe and convinced with all your heart that we serve and love a generous God? How many are thankful today for His kindness, for His mercy, for His goodness? Can anybody say amen? I mean, you're just so thankful for the goodness of the Lord. How many have found the Lord to be so kind to you? How many have ever prayed and stopped and said, Lord, wow, you were very nice to me. You're very kind to me, Lord. And how many are just, you know, come across those scriptures in the Bible, especially when David was singing about the Lord and he talked about his kindness and you said, Lord, you have been good to me. Is anybody in the house today believe that? Amen. Just the kindness of the Lord, the goodness of the Lord, the generosity of God it overwhelms our heart. That's why when we worship, we lift our hands, we clap, we sing, because we are overwhelmed, amen, by the generosity of our God, by the kindness and the goodness of God. God. Amen. How many believe that the Spirit of God is genera uh, generosity? Amen. He is generous. He is kind. That is His Spirit. Many people believe that's two separate things. Well, you talk about the Spirit of God and, and who God is at two separate... No. 
the Spirit of God is the nature of God. It is a characteristic of God. It is, it is the attributes of God. It's how He behaves and who He is and, and how He uh, uh, works. Amen. How, so how many believe our God is a kind God? A generous God. A good Father. Amen. Some people are like, well, we got to talk about judgment too. No, I'm not talking about that today. I'm talking about the goodness of God. I'm talking about a God that has been kind to us when we didn't deserve it. Amen. When we were away from God and we rejected Him. And, you know, and God takes a risk on us, doesn't He? He takes a big risk loving us, doesn't He? We may never receive Him. We may walk away from Him. We're unfaithful to Him. Or we may not even uh, really want Him initially. But how many believe that He's a good God? All right. I, I don't know. I might be getting louder amens online right now. I'm not really sure. Um, if you can't give me an amen, a fire emoji might be okay. Amen. The Spirit of God is generous. The Spirit of God is good. The Spirit of God is kind. Amen. And he's, and he's so good to us. I love these scriptures. And I'm going to read just a few to you today talking about the Spirit of God. Psalms chapter 33, verse 5. The, uh, the later part of it. latter part of it. The earth is full of the loving kindness of the Lord. Psalm 63, verse 3. Because of your loving kindness, God... Uh, it's better than life, my lips will praise you. David said your loving kindness is better than life itself. Psalms 86 verse 5, For you, Lord, are good and ready to forgive and abundant in loving kindness to all who call upon you. I like this one especially in Psalms 100 verse 5. For the Lord is good, His loving kindness is everlasting, and His faithfulness to all generations. Aren't you glad that God has been good? Amen. He was good to Abraham. The same God that was good to Abraham is the same God that wants to be good to you. Amen. He was kind, amen, to David. He was kind to, to Abraham. He's kind to Moses, the Bible says. Amen. And how many know he's, he's kind to you? He's good. Amen. He's good. And he doesn't change. And he's everlasting, the Bible said, is his loving kindness, his generosity, his graciousness to us is overwhelming. Amen. I love that. And because generosity is the Spirit of God, then we have to say that the Spirit of God is the action. That is the action of God. Kindness is the action of God. How many know I could never thank God for being kind if He never showed it? You could never declare that God was good if He never showed it. Right? So because of that generosity, the Spirit of God is generous. Well, that means the actions of God are generous. How many believe that? How many know God isn't two, two people? He doesn't, he's one. He just says, you know what? That's who I am. That's what I do. And that's why we worship God, because of who he is and what he does. And it's just his nature. He's just good. He's just kind. He's just generous. I love that about the Lord. And so when you boldly declare the goodness of the Lord, amen, I, I believe that you probably have seen the goodness of God. Amen. If you, you come to church and you sing about the kindness of God, I have to believe that you know that God has been kind to you. Amen. Hallelujah. And so, you know, the Bible makes it clear that generosity is the opposite of the spirit of darkness. Did you know that? Generosity is the opposite of the spirit of darkness. Why? Because the spirit of darkness is selfish and prideful. And, and, it, and it takes and it robs and it steals. Come on. But how many know God is a giver of life? Amen. How many believe that He's given you life and life more abundantly? Amen. That the devil's come to steal, but God's come to give you life. Amen. 
Why? Because that's the nature of the Lord. That's the Spirit of God. He is kind. He is generous. He is a giver. I love that about the Lord. You know, someone that operates in the Spirit of God operates in the Spirit of generosity. Did you ever notice that? I mean, no, you couldn't be filled with the Holy Spirit without being filled with giving. Amen? Because that's the Spirit of God. That's the Spirit of the God we serve. He's just a giver, isn't He? Just a giver. He's given us life. And, and that's all about the Lord and the theme of the Bible. If you read it, it really is about the abundant and the undeserving gift of God to us. Amen. It really is. And if you had one word to describe uh, generosity, what, what would we probably agree on today? We'd agree on one word, and that is giving, wouldn't we? We'd, we'd agree on that one word, giving. Amen. That generosity is about giving. And so we see that in the Bible and all through the Bible, it is about God is the giver. He's the giver of life. He's the giver of relationship. And it was about Him not just giving us life, but it was about Him, amen, having a relationship with us. How many believe that's the gospel? Amen. That's the theme of the Bible. Amen. But generosity really can be defined in a few ways, but I like to think of it this way, that it really is the spirit and action of freely and frequently giving to other people. Generosity is the spirit and the action of freely and frequently giving to others. You know, generosity really can be described as giving gifts, providing resources, meeting needs, showing kindness. That's all generous. And that's all the Lord. But, you know, I like to narrow it down just to this short phrase, that it's showing kindness by giving freely. That's generosity. Showing kindness by giving freely. How many have experienced that from the Lord? Amen. This is His nature. This is who He is. And this is what He does. And so, you know, I, I just want to continue to look at what the kind of generosity is defined and how we define it and how the Bible defines it as the nature of God. I believe it's a readiness or a willingness to give. The Bible uh, describes here, I read it earlier, that God is loving, He is ready to forgive. How many believe that God is compassionate and ready to forgive? I believe that the Lord is ready to forgive everyone that calls on the name of the Lord today in our city, in our community. Not, not that they have to go to church first and give all kinds of money first and do good works first. How many know the Bible says whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved? And guess what? When you do that, you'll find that there was a God waiting for you to repent. A God waiting for you to come to Him. He was ready for you to, to repent. Come on, because he, he was ready to forgive. He's ready to forgive anyone who calls on the name of the Lord. You're praying for your family and your friends. Well, guess what? God's ready to forgive them. God's ready to pour out His Spirit on them. God's ready to pour out His blessings on them. And Amen. And He just pour out in His such a way His fullness of who He is on them. Amen. You may not be ready to love them, but God is. Amen. He already does, but He's ready to give them His Spirit because the Bible says that He's ready to forgive. So really, uh, you know... Uh, Generosity can be described as a readiness or willingness to give. How many believe it starts with a willingness? Amen. And so it acts like a generator. It acts like, or, or the, like the genesis or the beginning of something, where something originates, something comes from. That's what generosity is. It doesn't wait for something else or someone else to be good, and then it's good. How many know God is good all the time? God is just good, period. God didn't wait for you to get saved before he showed you his goodness. The Bible says that the goodness of God leads to repentance. That while you were a sinner, the Bible says Christ died for you. How many believe that? Amen. That he was ready to forgive. He was showing you kindness and goodness all your life. 
And some of us were just plain jerks to God. <laughs> some of us just, you know, we were just acting like idiots. But God loved us. Aren't you glad for that? Some of us just rejected the Lord. Didn't want anything to do with the Lord. And he still loved us. He still showed kindness to us. He was still generous. The Bible says it's ready. You're ready and willing to give. And you know, generosity is also the freedom from meanness. <laughs> being petty. And smallness of mind and character. When you're generous, you're free from being small of mind. When you're generous, you're free from meanness. Amen? Come on, how many, how many you, you love God, but man, you've been mean to some people. <laughs> Amen? Kind of, you just had some choice words for the person that cut you off and everything. Come on. Amen? But, you know, this is, the Lord isn't like that. The Lord isn't like when, you know, you, you come to church and He's happy. You go home and you mess up, have an argument, do some things, and, and, and maybe mess things up. And then God says, well, I'm just not kind to you anymore until you get your act together. How many of the Lord never stops being generous? Never stops being kind. It's always there. Why? Because God is free from meanness and pettiness and smallness in His mind. Amen. He loves with an everlasting love. That's huge. Amen. And so that's what it means. It, and, and, you know, really it, it's based on, or sorry, it isn't based on the ability to give back. Generosity is not based on the ability to reciprocate. It's not based on the ability to pay someone back. How many know God has just been generous? You could never pay Him back. He knew that. You could never give enough of God to measure the grace of God in your life. And He knew that. So He just said, I'm just going to be good anyways. <laughs> Amen. How many of that's generosity? You don't wait for someone to, well, I'll wait till they pay me back. I'll wait till they're good to me first and kind to me first. Then I'll be kind to them. That's not generosity. That's not the Spirit of the Lord. That's not the way the Spirit of generosity works. According to God and the way He works is that it's, it's not based on our ability to pay Him back. <laughs> Amen. Come on, is that right? How many know that old song that we owe a debt we can never pay? And He paid a debt He didn't owe. Amen. And that's what it's about. Kindness is, is really the humbly giving of ourselves and love and mercy to others who may not be able to give anything back, who sometimes don't deserve it, and who frequently don't thank us. That's generosity. Amen. And You know, sometimes we don't really let generosity flow in our lives because we realize that we'd like to, we'd like generosity to flow in our lives, but it doesn't because we realize that it's just people aren't going to pay us back. It's not going to be given back to us a lot. <laughs> and so some of you are out there and you might have been burnt by people that you've been generous to. I'm, I'm talking about. You didn't get thanked and you got overlooked and they, weren't, they didn't appreciate it and you were generous and you, you might have, someone might have stole from you. They took advantage of you. They abused you because of your kindness and your generosity. But how many know the spirit of generosity doesn't stop giving? Amen? The act of generosity may be one, one or two times, but the spirit of generosity never stops giving despite what other people do or don't do. And that's the spirit of the Lord. I'm so thankful for that. And that's the spirit that God wants to work in us. That's the spirit of God. That's the spirit. Many people, well, the spirit of God is about speaking in tongues, running on church and hooping and hollering. The spirit of God is about giving to people who don't deserve. Amen. Come on, aren't you glad that Jesus, amen, when he hung on the cross, amen, he was giving something that we didn't deserve. 
Amen. So thankful for that. And so not only is it uh, being willing to give, but the Bible teaches over and over again, and I love this principle, that there's liberality in giving, freely giving, generous giving. And it, people say, well, what's your giving like? And for some of us, it flows out, and for others, it drips out. <laughs> but how many know it just pours out of God? Amen. Amen. Just pours out of his heart. Amen. He, he's liberal in giving. He's freely in giving. And you know, I, I love these scriptures. In James chapter 1, verse 5, the Bible says, If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault. It will be given to you. He gives generously. Freely, he gives wisdom. Uh, liberally. The Bible says in John 3, 34, For the one whom God has sent speaks the words of God, for God gives the Spirit without measure. Galatians chapter 5 talks about the fruits of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against there is no law. In other words, you can have as much of it as you want. And you can practice as much as, as you want. Come on. There's no restriction there. Aren't you glad that God wants you to love other people without any restrictions? Without it? it never exhausts itself. That's what he's saying. And there's no law against it. It doesn't conflict with any of the Jewish laws. And there's no limit to it. How many know God has given to you liberally? God gave to you freely. And he didn't just give to you freely. It was like more than enough. How many have ever said that to the Lord? Wow. You're more than enough. How I many we serve a God that gives more than enough? He goes above and beyond. He doesn't just meet the need. Sometimes we just give to meet the need. God just doesn't meet the need. He goes above and beyond the need. Aren't you glad that when you prayed and you were praying and saying, God, I need you to heal my body. He not just healed your body, but he gave you peace of mind. How I many you know he gives you a little bit more? Amen? That's generosity. That's the generous spirit of the Lord. That is what God does. That's a kindness of the Lord. Amen? Largeness or fullness, abundance and plenty. That's what that it means to be liberal in giving. It means not just a little, but it's, it's more than enough. It's more than deserved. It's more than anyone can pay back. It's, it's embarrassingly enough. <laughs> How many know God gives you so much you're almost embarrassed? Like, I can't do this. I can't take it. The Bible says that open the, he'll open the windows of heaven and give you more than you can handle. Amen. There's occasionally I'll tell people, I'll say, man, I, I just pray that you're blessed with more than you can handle. Amen. How many know we all want that? But it's, it's, it's really hard to show that. But God does both, doesn't he? Not only does he show, amen, more than he needs to or should, to us, but he gives more than he should or he needs to to us. I love that about the Lord. And finally, it really kind of means when it comes to being liberal in giving, it, it really means the act of pouring out. And, and not just that, but the act of pouring over. <laughs> so it's not just something that's poured out. Amen. Again, some of us would be like, if, if we were the Lord and we asked for, oh, you know, I, I want the goodness of the Lord, I want the Spirit of God, we would just kind of drip, drip, drip. I mean, God doesn't do that. He just dumps. He just pours. Amen. He just pours out of himself, pours out of his spirit, pours out of his goodness. Amen. I thought everybody would, would want this today. I want the goodness of the Lord. I want the kindness of God. And that's the spirit of God. It's so, oh, the spirit of God is this, this, and this. No, the spirit of God has nothing to do with the denomination and, and being labeled, but it has everything to do with who God is and how he acts and how he treats people and how he feels about us. Amen. 
So when you are telling other people about the Lord, man, you've got to say it in the spirit of generosity. Like God wants to give this to you right now, overwhelmingly. Like he wants to like knock you out with the blessings. I mean, the, the kindness of God. That's what the Bible says. The Bible says that the blessings of the Lord chase down the righteous. Man, they just chase it. Aren't you glad about that? He didn't just, you know, send you a letter every once in a while. The Bible says he's, he's running after you to knock you down with blessing. Amen. That's what the Bible says. And we all want that, don't we? But, but the point is, is that it's something that flows through us. Because the Spirit of God was never meant to just go to you and stop at you. The grace of God was never meant to stop at you and, and go to you and just bless you. Amen. But as Bible says, how does it, how does it go from generation to generation through you and I. That's how the blessings of the Lord goes through generation to generation. People just don't catch it. When they're born, they get it. Come on, somebody has to show it to them. Somebody has to, they have to see it in their, in their lifetime. They have to receive it from somebody else. Come on, somebody, is that right? Nobody's just automatically saved and receives the blessings of the Lord of salvation. They have to seek after it, ask the Lord and say, God, here I am, would you give it to me? Amen. And so it comes through you and I, and that's how, that's how it becomes generational. That's how the blessings of God become generational. That's how the generosity and the spirit of generosity become generational, is that God's people show it. Amen. And so because it is the spirit of God, it is also the act of God. So this is generosity revealed. This is what uh, we see in the Bible and so clearly about the Lord that I love. It wasn't just in the beginning that he showed kindness and he showed, gave us life and he showed his love. But the Bible says that he's just like that all the time. He just continues to be that way. Why? Because that's his nature. That's who he is. And he wants us to be the same way. Amen. How many believe that? Amen. The Bible says in Ephesians that God expressed his kindness to us in Jesus Christ. How many believe that the, the cross was the greatest expression of the love of God? The greatest expression of a gift to humanity was the cross through Jesus Christ. So when you talk to people about the Lord, you're not talking about a religious exercise or something we do at our church or what Christianity you know, kind of resembles. You're talking about what God has given to them. What God has provided for them. An expression of His love and His kindness is Jesus Christ. I love that. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 7 and 9. If you turn there, Ephesians chapter 1, verses 7 and 9. Speaking of Jesus, it says, In Him we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of His grace, which He lavished on us. I love that. He didn't just say, okay, you can have the grace. I guess. I'll let it squeak by this time. The Bible says not only it came out of the riches of His grace, and not only that, but He says He lavished it on us. That's like over the top. How many, how many like the ice cream that goes over the top? There's a local ice cream place that you have to get the smallest size because if you get anything bigger, you won't be able to finish it. It's like they just go over the top. Like it's huge. You can barely hold it. You gotta like balance it and lick it real quick in 10 minutes and it'll just be everywhere. And they just go over the top with this ice cream. How many love those kind of places? Or those places where they just put it in there and you're like, is there ice cream in here? I think so. God wants to do it over the top. 
He pours it out and he pours it over. And that's over the top. And that's the Lord. And that's what he did through Jesus Christ. He lavished it on us. He lavished it on us. Grace wasn't just given a little. Grace was given a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot. How many have ever thanked God? Wow, you have a lot of grace for me. How many have ever said, you're very, very patient with me, Lord? I have. Have you ever thanked the Lord and just said, Lord, I, I don't even know how to pray today because, wow, if I was you. But the Bible says he lavished it on us. He's just always there, always ready to forgive. That is the Spirit of God. Amen. God gave us life in the very beginning. God took it a step further. In, in the Old Testament, we see he took it a step further by making a promise that his love would never fail in his covenant he would always keep. And then he went a step further and he sent his son to die on the cross for us. Come on. And then he went a step further and he gave us his spirit. Amen. That we could live in this life and empowered by the spirit of God and the spirit of generosity. And Jesus died knowing that many people may not even like him or love him or accept him. He died knowing that people would never, maybe, maybe take that chance that people would never receive him. He still did it. He still did it. That's generosity. That's the Spirit of God. And then we look and we go further and we see the, at the book of Acts. What do we see in the book of Acts? We see an outpouring. <laughs> Don't we? Well, that's how our denomination got started. No, that's, that's what happened at, when God saves somebody. He pours out the Spirit and He begins to say, listen, there's not just, not just a, a, an outpouring of tongues. There was an outpouring of goodness. Come on. I mean, if you ever looked at the book of Acts, not from a denominational point of view, but you ever looked from a believer's standpoint, you saw this. You saw that God showed kindness by pouring out His Spirit on us. It was the kindness of the Lord. It was the goodness of the Lord that they received in the book of Acts. Well, they got, you know, miracle power, it, but it was the goodness of God. It was, the, it was the, the greatness of the Lord that was poured out. It was the generosity of God saying, I'm not going to keep my spirit behind a veil anymore. Now I'm going to give it to whosoever will believe and ask. Amen. How many know that's generous? That's the generosity of God. He didn't say, he didn't just, you know, when Jesus died, the Bible says the veil was rent in twain. What that meant was it wasn't just for a select few, it was for everyone who believes. That's the generosity of God. That's the generosity and kindness of the Lord. And so when it came down to the book of Acts and we see what happened there, the Bible made it clear that the promised gift of the Holy Spirit, which was the goodness of God, was poured out. How many received the goodness of God? How many can lift your hand to heaven and say, your Pentecostal hand said, I've received the goodness of the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes, we did. We received the Spirit of God. The Bible says it's that spirit that lives in us. It's that spirit. And so what do we do? Why it's important to follow the Holy Spirit? Because God's working in us to develop in us His nature, His character. Amen. Of generosity, of blessing, of kindness, of goodness. That's what happens, amen, when we receive and we walk in the Holy Spirit. How many believe that? When we follow the Holy Spirit, He's not going to lead you to this place of meanness and pettiness. And, and being and, and withholding good, but the Bible says that there's gonna something's gonna happen in your heart. Something there's gonna be an outpouring where you just want to give. I just want to share. I just want. I've got something to give. I've got something to share now. You know, you didn't have anything to share before you met Jesus. Now you got a whole lot of share to share. You've got everything to share. Amen. 
And that's what the gospel is all about, is sharing the good news. Sharing the goodness of the Lord in your life. Sharing the goodness of salvation, Lord. This is the plan of God. This is the generosity of God to you through Jesus Christ. That's what the gospel is. And so my question is, in ending here today, is how do you see the kindness of God? Do you see that you deserved it? Do you see that God needs to do that for you? Do you see that he's God and he better take care of you and it's just something that needs to happen in my life? Or do you see, Lord, I don't deserve it. I don't deserve your kindness, but Lord, I'm going to live in it. And I'm going to give it away. And I'm going to walk in it. And I'm going to show it, Lord, and, and it's going to start in my heart. Uh, heart mark. It's not going to, I'm not going to wait for someone to, to, to tell me to do it. It's going to start in my heart. And then it's going to start in my home. And I'm just going to, Lord, I'm just going to show kindness. I'm going to be generous. That's, I want the Spirit of God to flow in my life. The Spirit of generosity. I don't want just the act of generosity. I want the Spirit of generosity flow in my life. That's why some people, they can come to worship and, and they sing and they clap their hands and they leave and it really didn't mean much to them. And other people, man, they just lit up when worship comes because they're expressing their love for God, for His generosity. Man, I see the kindness of the Lord in my life. I mean, I know the kindness of God on an experimental level, man. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the Spirit of God being generous to me. Come on, can you say amen? How do you see the kindness of God? It's the act of giving freely and the spirit of giving it abundantly. That's what the kindness of God is. That's what motivates me. That's what I, I, I move in when I worship. It's not just something that, man, I need to hear this song. And, and that's what I do as a Christian now. I've met Jesus Christ who gave me life. And I want to worship him because of it. Amen. And so one of the things I love about God and how he shows me on a daily basis how I can see the kindness of God is to realize that my need, whatever need it is, is really God's opportunity to reveal his goodness to me. I don't know what you're going through today, but whatever need you have today, it's an opportunity for God to show you his goodness and his kindness. I mean, he can say, man, that's what my problems are all about, that God can be seen. Amen, that His goodness can be seen. That his, amen, His generosity can be seen in my life. His mercy can be seen in my life. That's what I'm going through. That's why I'm going through what I'm going through, so God can show His kindness to me. Amen. I love that about the Lord. It makes me really want to get close to the Lord and worship Him even more. Just a scripture in closing. In Colossians chapter 3, verse 12, the Bible says, Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly beloved, Clothe yourself with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. This is the definition of generosity. This is the definition of the Spirit of God. As we shared yesterday, one of the things that we, I, I charge young couples with, and kind of if you were to define love, and, and how do we love, and what's the easiest way to define love, you can simply say this, we love the way Jesus loves us. I mean, that's pretty simple. You ever say, well, how do I love that person? You love that person the way Jesus loved you. That's simple, isn't it? And that's what generosity is all about. We just give the way God has given to us. The Bible says, as you've been given freely, you need to freely give. How many are ready to give away the goodness of the Lord, the kindness of the Lord, the hope of the Lord? Amen? Come on, can we stand on our feet today? Amen. I'm going to can say now, amen, God is good. <laughs> Amen. I worship him today because of his goodness and his kindness today. And I believe that if I'm saved and I've been given freely the Spirit of God, I believe my actions need to reveal that. 
I believe that if I'm born again and I say that I know God, I believe that my actions need to reveal that. Why? Because God is a, is a God that just doesn't say it. He shows it. Amen? And so the spirit of generosity is not just something that is of the spirit of God, but it's the action of God. And so if I'm a believer and I say I'm saved and I've got the spirit of God on the inside of me and I know who he is, I believe that it needs to be an action in my life. I, need, I think it needs to be something that not just when I feel like it, but whenever I see it, whenever I well, don't even see it, when I, I just kind of just do it. <laughs> Amen. Many of us say, well, you know, if I was just, if I have this, uh, you know, situation in my life and, and if someone, you know, and, and they, you know, if they just really need something, I guess I'll be generous. How I many know Jesus went around looking for people to be generous to? That's what it's about. Seek and save the lost. I want to, I want to, I mean, he went looking for people to show them the goodness of the Lord. He went, he went creating situations that he could reveal his power, reveal his goodness. How many miracles are just God's goodness? That's all it is. It's God's kindness to us. When God does a miracle in our life, it's not like, well, God, it's about time. I've been praying long enough. No, it's just God being good. <laughs> and so we, we look at that and we, we go around. We, so I, I want to encourage you today. Amen. That how, how am I going to respond to the generosity of God today? Well, I think I need to be generous to somebody else. I think I need to show kindness. I need to let the Spirit of God flow through me today. Not just to church people, but people who don't deserve it. Who will never thank me. <laughs> who I don't even know. But that's who. Why? Because that's who you were. You didn't know him. You didn't deserve it. You were never going to pay him back. But he showed you his kindness. Amen. How many are thankful for the kindness of the Lord? The Spirit of God is the generosity of God. And so... Let's lift our hands to heaven today and say, Lord, we thank you for your kindness. Thank you for your mercy, your goodness. Lord, we worship you and praise you, God, because you are just full of compassion. You are tender-hearted, Lord. You are loving, kind, and not just once, but the Bible says everlasting. You'll never stop being kind. You'll never stop loving. You'll never give up, Lord, being generous to us, Lord. And Lord, we know and you know that we know that we can never pay you back. That we don't deserve it at times. That we, Lord, we are the furthest from your kindness and the furthest from those that deserve it. But Lord, you do it anyways. So today I pray that the Spirit of God would really challenge all of us to be kind and show kindness and show the love of God and Really the compassion of God and the generosity of God in our lives. Through, Lord, whatever way we can. It's not always money, but Lord, whatever way we can. It doesn't matter. Lord, just being kind. Help us show acts of kindness and random acts of kindness of your goodness and your mercy and your love from people, Lord, that we don't even know. That don't deserve it, Lord, and, and never pay us back. I thank you, Lord. We just want the Spirit of God to flow through us today. And that's what I pray for us today at River Valley Church, Lord, that it will just flow through us as Christians, as a church, Lord, as a community, in Jesus' name. We give you all the praise and all the glory. And everybody said, amen and amen. We have a prayer team that comes down the front after church. If you have a prayer need today, we don't want you to leave this place. without.